Hello and welcome to the podcast. You're joined by me, Connor. Me, Jazz. <laughs> and me, Lydia. <laughs> okay. It's like a children's story time, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, a bit weird, a bit weird intro, but there you go. Today we're going to be talking about email marketing. What is it? Why do we do it? And a few points along the way. So I guess I'm going to open up the floor straight away to, you're looking nervous, uh, <laughs> Lydia, what, <laughs> what is email marketing? Knew it. <laughs> um, so email marketing is just uh, using email to promote um, products or services. Um. What, just like, <laughs> what do we use? What do we use to promote it? I think it's also enhancing um, the relationship between clients is why yeah. BDB do it as well, which is yeah. like most cases in agencies. Yeah, definitely for B2B industries. Yeah, it's very helpful. I mean, you, you get in every industry, really. I mean, you see mm-hmm. like Amazon, Nike, or everybody usually has like an email list. Mm-hmm, definitely. Well, it's getting bigger now, email yeah. marketing. So we can enhance customer loyalty, repeat business, um, acquiring new customers that may not have actually already been purchasing products or services yeah. that we've been sending out to them. So how do you, if you're not on the list, how do you get on the list? There's usually like a landing page or something, right? There would be a landing page or we would target them specifically. So what happens usually is the client will usually send over a list that we incorporate into um, the kind of software that we send the emails out on. Yeah. Um, And that's where we go for the targeting and then they'll do that on their side. So we use Mm -hmm. uh, Force24 um, as a software, but I know there's other ones out there, there's like MailChimp, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's others. Litmus, yeah. Campaign Monitor. Yeah. yeah so, what, what are your experiences with those? With Litmus and yeah, Campaign yeah. Monitor? Well, Is I use them, use? I think once you've used it quite a bit, like anything, you'll get better. Yeah. Um, so, Litmus is kind of where we um, get the developers to build the emails yeah. so they can use um, the HTML there and then we've also got the browser testing on that as well so you, which is really important mm-hmm. to kind of consider before sending out any email yeah. um, because on Litmus it shows you Outlook 2010, 2016, yeah, mobile, versions. stuff you sound like that. i quite passionate about this. <laughs> I enjoy it, it's what I like to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but another thing is with all these different platforms they have sort of... Um, templates that you can use so you don't have to build everything from yeah. scratch so you can literally just like drag mm-hmm. and drop your text you don't always have to do the coding you can it's put your text good. in put your images in it's really simple and easy to use so mm-hmm. i'm gonna throw a spar in the works Go on then. as a gen Z, throw it in i don't like uh mass sent emails no. i know i know it's got my name stuck on top but i mm-hmm. know that's just because it's easy to, for a computer to do that so it doesn't feel special to me so therefore i don't mm-hmm. really read them I'll click on them to get them get the little notification out of my inbox, but I don't read them. Well, are they are they things that you'd want to read about? Well, arguably, yeah. It's just like you know, companies asking if I want to do mm-hmm. trials or companies yeah. if I'm trying to keep me up to date on topics within the industry. But I'm already doing that, so I just I don't I don't generally read them. So I guess I'm going to start unsubscribing. Do you ever unsubscribe? Yeah, I have done in the past. It depends if I get bombarded with emails. Yeah. I don't like that. You know, mm. once every few weeks or once a month is quite nice, especially if yeah. you're signing up to a newsletter. You don't want one every so what's single too day. Much? To every day, every day. Uh, maybe once a week. Well, Bit it depends smothering. where it's coming from. Yeah. If it's like an online clothing brand, you know, and I'm in work, I don't want to be seeing that. That's something that I do outside of work and um, 
that I'd probably want once a week. I'm not going to mm-hmm. be online shopping every single day. Yeah. Um, it's little things like that. And I just think that, yeah, if you're bombarded, you're likely to unsubscribe because you don't want to be constantly clearing your inbox. Okay. Jess, mm. what's your recommended amount? Well, it, de- it depends really because when it get, starts getting frustrating is when you clear your inbox and then you go back about two minutes later and there's already like spammy mails in there that you yeah. don't really need that are things like, oh, maybe you should buy this and something yeah. like you've you've looked at this maybe. It's like, if I wanted it, I'll get it. Yeah, true. Okay, so uh, <clears throat> when building an email, what do you consider? What, what sort of process do you go through? What do you want to include? What things do you want to make sure you leave out? Well, it all starts with the client, yep. obviously, and with what they want. You have to follow their brand guidelines um, and that kind of outlines somewhat of what you should kind of include what you shouldn't include they'll give you like the logos and whether they want anything imagery and stuff like that and then the you have to it's it's the design really that kind of leads it all so the whole layout so it's whether you're like with your images and your copy Mm. you have to consider as well with the copy the language that you speak if you're gonna start sending out really really detailed emails yeah. to people that don't yeah. really want to read a detailed email i mean who gets an email in this room that sees mounds of text and then goes oh yeah i'll read through yeah, that you gotta yeah. keep it short short and sweet is the key mm-hmm. but again it depends on what on the topic you know if it yeah. is something if it's more technical and it does require more detail then you know fair enough it's okay to be a bit longer but then i guess you would uh, potentially break up with images or maybe even um, add a link to a white paper or something yeah. to add a bit more value and then they can go and read so more that, I think off the email. I think that's the key though. I think what is the purpose of the email? Is it to inform them or is it to notify them? And I'd say it probably is to notify. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to use the email as the main source of learning for yeah. that subject. Well, it depends what kind of emails you're sending out. So you can send out things that are just like notifying people of things that have new products that have come in like hey this is happening but i'd, I'd expect things that like to go that. to a, like a white paper <clears throat> or a landing page mm. I don't, usually I, they personally, will personally i don't think an email is the place that i'd be learning about you know topic in depth mm-hmm. yeah. i think it should just be hey this is happening it's over here if you want to check it out yeah and that should be it almost no, like I a agree. notification you found no i agree like mm. I've, had, I've had emails in the past where it's just like you know big lengthy paragraphs all about whatever yeah. i'm just like i'm not going to read this like, it's it not needs to be digestible place. you can't yeah. look at something like a bible and be like yeah okay let's yeah. get into this one <laughs> so what are the no-goes plain text oh. emails how do you feel about those um well it's it's hard because when you're like use campaign monitor for example when we upload the html file that it then asks us to include a plain text if we want to mm. which is helpful if you know, emails don't go through properly, which mm. so they can still read the information. Yeah. Um, How often does that happen? Not very often. Is that when it gets corrupted? I think it's just like, um, so if, for example, it, like when it goes, when we send the test email on Campaign Monitor, it comes through to the junk sometimes, mm. and that's where it will read as plain text. Okay. But then once you've moved it into your inbox, you have the option yeah. to download all the images and see the full thing. Mm. Cool. Yeah, definitely. So imagery within uh, emails, how important is that for you? I think it's important. Again, it depends on the type of email and yeah. if it's needed. I don't think you should cram the email with images. I think maybe one or two is probably ample because, it again, weight. it takes time to download. You don't mm-hmm. want the user waiting because 
ultimately they'll probably just throw it in the bin and not read the email if yeah. it's just taking forever um but yeah generally i think images are good because like jess said it breaks up the text it makes it more digestible yeah. so definitely mm-hmm. so uh, i've got a confession um <laughs> So here at BDB, we produce like a monthly publication called The Knowledge. And to help promote that, I'm mm-hmm. in charge of uh, creating these emails and then sending them out to our prospects, clients, and sub- uh, subscribers, even people in the offices. And yeah. um, sometimes it gets a bit hectic setting it all up. And a couple months ago, I messed up and I sent out an old email to everybody. And it like reached everybody. I was like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> And this oh email dear. went to like, I think about 700 people, I think. Oh my God. It wasn't, it was like, in terms of grammar, it was fine. Yeah. Design, fine. It was just an old email. But I, I was freaking out. I was like, oh no, what have I done? And then Ollie, my manager, was like, don't worry. Like, this was, you know, inevitable. When you have almost this power of sending one email to all these people, it, the likelihood is it will happen. And he said, you know, this happens with larger companies too. And I've had a look around and it does happen. Like, Amazon's done it. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. So I guess what I'm trying to say is it's okay to make a mistake with any email marketing. You're Mm -hmm. not going to get it right, you know, like every single time. Mm -hmm. But I guess it's good to be doing it because if you're not doing it, then, you know, that 20% open rate, those 20% of people aren't going to be reading your content. You're not going to be reaching them. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that that was my confession. I just feel like I have to get it (laughs) off my chest into doing email marketing. (laughs) Got a question for you, Connor. Why do you think we send out email marketing? Um... Like I said before, I think it's really for notifying people and for a specific uh, piece of content. Um, I know we have sort of different stages within the email process. So we have phase one effectively, which is like, hey, this new issue is out. Here's one, blog one or two. Then you'll get another one, mm-hmm. you know, three and four. And then we do like a follow-up, which is the plain mm-hmm. text one. Um, not really my cup of tea. I like a bit more design in it. Um, mm-hmm. But... I think that one's supposed to be a bit more direct communication between the editor and the receiver. Yeah. And um, yeah, I think they work well. We get good open rates on them. I think we're above 20%, which is actually really mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, but I, I, I don't know, I'm going to go off topic, but I always like the analytics for stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, Force 24, which we use, breaks down the analytics of the campaigns really well. So we can look into like what's going wrong, what's going right. So we, we're tweaking it along the way. We've mm-hmm. made this journey and it, it breaks <laughs> off all over the place. We've got all these little groups. Who's not open one? If they haven't opened it, they get a different email. If they have, they get, you know, oh, yeah. Yeah. a more tailored email, yeah. which I think is great. I think it's all about customizing that journey to the yeah. people who open it. Because yeah, otherwise you're wasting time with people. That's the point, like being able to actually look into the analytics and you know exactly who you're speaking to, yeah. you know who's interested and mm-hmm. like you said, you can tailor journeys specifically to them yeah. and they will uh, likely engage more with your content. Yeah, so a really good thing is we use, um, oh, what was it, we use a, a CRM tool and it ties in with uh, Force24, so the prospects that we email we know what sort of lead they are, so whether it's mm-hmm. cold or a hot lead. Yeah. And say if you've got either a cold lead opening all your emails, you can say maybe there's a bit of wiggle room here, so you could then start targeting them more, and that could mm-hmm. turn into, I don't know, a campaign to get them you know, into a customer. Or yeah. likewise, you could see a customer opening all your emails and say, we see you've like, I don't know, a voice technology issue. Do you want to look into that as a potential part of your marketing? Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think, I think as well on maybe terms of 
like the beneficial side for sending out email marketing. So I'll give one. So for example, cost, it's really cost effective yeah. way of marketing to new audiences, current audiences. Mm. Um, and flexibility as well and measurability. Yeah, true. So you can kind of, like you said, go back, tweak the journey, then mm. make kind of tailor it to yeah. their specific needs. I think um, also like, I don't think you need to be scared of email campaigns. I think no. a large or a small company could do it because you like MailChimp, I'm pretty sure is free from a certain extent. Mm. Um, but there's all sorts of software out there that allows you to do this for free. Mm -hmm. And it's all quite intuitive. Like you don't need training per se to do it. Yeah. So I think if you're not doing it, now's the time to sort of, you know, have yeah. a look, see what's out there and sort of yeah, grab definitely. it. I think email is a, um, like one of the biggest channels because if you think yeah. about it, you look at your emails every single day. I think they know? get forgotten though, with social media and stuff. I, I do, but equally with email marketing, you are going directly to that person. So if you're if you're advertising on social media, you're yeah. just going out to a, a, a bunch of people, yeah, yeah. Uh, hoping that you're... Uh, persona is within that mm -hmm. target audience whereas with email you're going directly to that person that you want to speak to so I think that element is more personal and more targeted um, which again yeah makes email one of the really important channels to advertise on I guess nice so before we wrap up do we have any takeaways any recommendations we'd like to give out to our listeners who are potentially mm -hmm. considering doing their own email marketing campaign well if for for me, I think if you're going to use anything, Campaign Monitor and Litmus has done me pretty well. Yep. Um, it's quite easy to then go back and check how many people have opened, how many clicks you've had, how mm -hmm. many people actually clicked through to the landing page or white paper that you've included. Yeah. And also making sure you check at every stage. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna Without say. that, you can send it out <laughs> and it can just be so wrong. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, my... My point would be make sure it. I know, I know it's you know judging a book by its cover, mm -hmm. but make sure it looks nice because people will skim emails, and if it doesn't grab you, then mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. the opportunity's lost. Then my old, my second point would be <laughs> check everything <laughs> so you don't send things out, and if it's especially if it's on an automated journey, yeah, um, and there's like a, a break in between, maybe like a week break, turn the journey off because mm -hmm. if you don't remember mm -hmm. to like update. You know, the next part of the journey then you'll send out an old piece which i did <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> but yeah make sure you're on the ball yeah yeah and i would say um just generally make sure you think really carefully about the design and structure of the email so things like subject line make sure it's not too long make sure it's snappy uh, make sure people can actually see it on their um screen when they um see the email come through in the inbox um also making sure that it's responsive on mobiles yeah. because a lot mm -hmm. of people these days do open their emails on the phone so you don't want something that's not formatting correctly or loading correctly um and then always well a good practice is to include a call to action so that you can give the user yeah, very pertinent. yeah. yeah give a give <laughs> the user the next always. step um and offer something of value that is always a good um thing yeah. to do all right Nice. Cool. That's quite a nice, succinct podcast. Agreed. So, uh, thank you for listening. Um, make sure to check out the knowledge. Uh, maybe join our mail chain. Maybe you get an email from us. We'll <laughs> be hearing from you soon. Uh, check out the podcast website uh, and all social media. And yeah, thank you very much. Thank See you, you later. Thank Bye. You. Bye.